This is Point of Scale, the podcast covering disruption, innovation, and what is happening next in the world of retail. From transactional security to omnichannel enablement, what does it mean? Why is it important? The world of retail is evolving. Hear why from the people who are making it happen. This is Point of Scale, presented by MarketScale. Hello and welcome. This is Point of Scale presented by MarketScale. I'm your host, James Preble. Thank you for joining us again today. Point of Scale is a podcast dedicated to diving into the innovation, products, and organizations that are changing and shaping the buying experience. From the in-store experience to e-commerce, we cover it all straight from the leaders and experts that are making it happen. Happy New Year, everyone. Once more, we have made it collectively to a new calendar year. And the turn of that calendar year for business travelers across many industries means that it's also the start and beginning of trade show season. This is especially true in retail, my industry, when every January, the National Retail Federation hosts their annual summit in New York City. Aptly named The Big Show, the NRF's annual summit is the largest show in the retail industry and a marquee event for showcasing the latest technology and thought leadership across the entire retail industry. Joining us today to preview The Big Show, I am delighted to introduce Frederick Carlgren, VP of Marketing and Communications at Toshiba Global Commerce Solutions. As Vice President of Marketing and Communications, he leads the company's product and channel marketing, corporate marketing, communications, enablement, and education. Frederick is a graduate of St. Olaf College in beautiful Northfield, Minnesota, and received his MBA at the Thunderbird School of Global Management. Frederick will be a featured speaker during a panel presentation titled The Intersection of Innovation and Intention shaping the next door experience. Frederick, thank you so much for joining me today, sir. Uh, I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for having me. No, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. And Frederick, speaking at NRF 2023 is an incredibly exciting opportunity. As I mentioned, it is such a large show, a really grand stage. A lot of eyes are on it. Give us a little bit of insight into what we can expect from the panel's conversation at the big show. Well, I mean, I think the the, the discussion is going to be fantastic, and, and hopefully we'll talk a little bit more about what we're doing with Wayfair, but to really, you know, stepping back in terms of where the industry is at and what retailers in general and the industry is trying to accomplish this year. That's always what's exciting about NRF, right, is those conversations that really uh, resonate and set the tone for the year ahead. Uh, and, and that's what we're trying to do. I think the key there is intention, right? And innovation in and of itself uh, you know, isn't just uh, the, you know, glamorous or flashy or gimmicks. It's, uh, you know, it's truly understanding business and having insight and purpose and setting intention for how innovation matters uh, and delivers real business value and ultimately shapes the customer experience. No, I couldn't agree more. And I, I, I love what you said there about sets the tone for the entire year. And I, I think it's just natural that because the show is in January, that it it sort of lays out 
kind of a roadmap that, or a, a challenge even, if you will, for everyone within the industry to uh, achieve what has been posed in, in these really bold conversations. And I, I can't wait to uh, view the panel. And, and, and speaking more on the panel specifically, the, the description for the event states, today's retailers must respond to the pressures to continually deliver memorable moments for consumers. Now, Toshiba is obviously a legendary name in the retail space as a point of sale solution provider that has obviously stood the test of time and met the challenges of innovation again and again. And how would you say that Toshiba is prepared to face the challenge posed within uh, the panel's description? Yeah, so let me start, rather than talking about us, let me share a story of a customer a conversation that we had here recently. Um, we had one of our clients down, had a great set of conversations talking about, you know, what they're trying to accomplish, what we're doing and how we really can kind of partner together. And after going through that, the CIO kind of pauses and says, so what you're telling me is that we can finally get to a point where we do relentless experimentation. And I thought that was really insightful and actually a, a great way to think about what the need of the industry is today, which isn't just um, you know, innovation that's disruptive or you know, long planning cycle. There is this urgency related to how do we, uh, together with our clients, truly transform and experiment relentlessly, uh, which means sometimes failing fast and, and understanding you know, what, what's going to work, what's not going to work. And so it is, it's a really broad conversation, but really powerful. And so we're partnering with that client of ours now to really find ways to make that reality and, and allow for that more, uh, you know, intentional, relentless, innovative thinking that drives business results. And as I said before, you know, the, the changing and meeting consumer expectations, you know, is not a one-time thing. It's certainly not a, you know, a gimmicky thing. It's truly understanding the insights needed to uh, to deliver business value and drive operational excellence. And we did uh, we're going to be releasing actually at NRF some new innovation research as well. And we'll talk a little bit about that in the in the panel and, and share some of those data points. But when we ask, you know what is the primary driver of innovation for you as a retailer? The number one answer was, quote, to stay ahead of evolving shopper expectations. Right. That, uh, you know, and those expectations have obviously changed a lot over just the last couple of years. And so, you know, that is a prime focus. And, and obviously, then where we spend our time and, you know, we you mentioned point of sale and, and obviously that's still the heart of physical retail, but it's really looking more holistically at what is the role of the store as part of that end to end engagement that shoppers have with a brand. And, and that's really where we're focused. That's that's exciting stuff. And, you know, I, I think that uh, what's going to be so to that point, what I think is going to be so interesting about NRF 2023 is that we finally have a chance post pandemic to breathe a little bit and at not such an urgent pace. Look at what we've learned in the post pandemic uh, shopping environment, the truly omni channel experience 
for consumers at their store. And like you talked about, the store acting as that physical touch point for the brand. And I, I hope with this next question, I'm I'm not spoiling anything for the panel. And I don't know if this was the partner that uh, you were referring to in, in your answer, but the one of the panel speakers for your event at NRF 2023 is going to be Kevin O'Reardon, who is the head of physical retail and supply chain engineering at Wayfair. Tell us a little bit more about this partnership with Wayfair and the incredible opportunity that Toshiba has to assist such a prominent retail organization as they evolve their brick and mortar experience. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, it wasn't Kevin that I was uh, referring to before. It was a different client. I'll let him speak for himself when he gets on the stage. But we're certainly proud to be working and partnering with Wayfair and sharing the stage with them. It's going to be a lot of fun uh, on Monday afternoon. So I hope the listeners are able to uh, carve out a little bit of time during the show to come and join us. Uh, obviously, as I think we all know, Wayfair, they have a fantastic online e-commerce business, right? And in 2022, also started opening up some physical retail stores. And the, the cool and exciting part about, you know, working with someone like Wayfair is to not look at those as distinct locations and physical uh, stores, but as I said, as an extension of that broader experience and consumer engagement that brands like Wayfair and others are you know, really trying to uh, you know, make reality. Uh, and so, you know, specifically for them at brands like All Modern, Jocelyn Main, you know, which are really just fantastic, engaging consumer experiences when you go and shop in those locations. Um, and so to make that work, you know, we as, as a partner and, and vendor and, and in the industry are obviously looking at what are those modern store systems that really are hyper flexible and scalable and really able to unify those experiences across channels to make that consumer experience a reality. So we'll be talking a little bit more about what that means and uh, obviously how Wayfair views that from their innovation standpoint. Well, I, I'd I'd love to, and I and again, I don't want to, uh, I I don't want to steal the thunder from the panel. I'm sure I can't, but I uh, don't even want to, you know, approach that line. But let's talk a little bit about that that new store experience and, and what you mean there. You know, beyond, and you said it perfectly. It, it's such a concern for these retailers to stay ahead of consumer expectations and needs and wants with. Uh, this in-store experience, you know, beyond just point of sale technology, what does that look like in your eyes or, or to your organization? Is it a, is the in-store experience a massive evolution? Is it a, a gradual change somewhere in between? Well, I think it's, it's more that you're looking at how to connect data and insights and information that you want available while you're in the store as well, right? And so, yes, there are store systems and technologies and, and ways that technologies like computer vision and, and AI can deliver information and relevance, but there's also things that are maybe more behind the scenes. Do you have real-time visibility to inventory? Uh, do you have you know other consumer information or customer information available to the associates to to you know to properly engage and deliver personalized experiences for consumers when they're in the store that make that more relevant to them? Uh, and you know so there there are lots of things that are these are not Wayfair specific, but you know we'll kind of be talking through and, and allow Wayfair an opportunity to also share share their views on 
you know, what does that mean? How do they, as an example, pull in that type of perspective in when they make decisions about that next generation of store and uh, increasing the relevance? And, uh, and again, that's where we'll talk about where innovation from technology perspective combines with the true intention of what is the objective and the end result of how you want that consumer to feel and what you want them to be able to do, uh, you know, both pre, during, and post transaction. No, I think that that's that's perfectly stated, and it it really segues nicely to my next question because, you know, it in my experience in 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 CPG retail, my heart will always be in the in store experience, perhaps a little bit too much, but that focus on the consumer, and I I think when we in the industry use phrases like omni-channel retail and and uni unified commerce platforms, you know, they sound a lot like to the average consumer, a, a lot of business bud, buzzwords behind this technology. Give us some insight into how Toshiba is utilizing these technologies that are going to elevate this in-store experience, but still maintaining that human focus on the end consumer. Hmm. Well, you're right. Obviously, some of those terms are buzzwords, and uh, you know, being in marketing, I, I get it. Uh, I understand, and you know, you have to, yeah, you do have to peel the layer back uh, behind that. And um, you know, for as you said, I, li I like that you talked about the human experience. At the end of the day, we're people. We're, we're you know, people working the stores. You're, you're people shopping. And what I love personally about retail is that you have that direct. Uh, experience. We shop every day. We know what that's like to be a to have that human experience and interaction with technologies and what that means. You know, for for us, uh, you know, we really took a step back as Toshiba a few years ago to you know peel back and say what does what are tomorrow's needs and and how does technology support the evolution of of the industry? And we made a bold decision to really start from start from scratch, more or less. We, uh, we've developed new software commerce applications and platforms that are no legacy code, 100% microservice, you know, all the buzzwords from a technology standpoint, but really looking at what does technology need to look like that is agile and adaptive so that customers can move faster and do things at, at the speed that is required in the industry today. And the pandemic certainly uh, has uh, shown the need to transform more than just gradual evolution, right? Uh, we've seen a, a change in the way that you know, our clients talk to us about adding feature function versus saying, I need to be ready for what's next. Whatever that is and whenever it happens, I need to be able to move more quickly and be more adaptive to, to those changes. And that's, um, you know, to me, that's really what's at the heart of what we're trying to do and the conversations that we're having with our clients. And then, you know, it's, it's a matter of how technology supports that objective. I, I think that that's perfectly put. And I like what you said there about uh, peeling back the layer on the buzzwords, because at the end of the day, this is about the, the human experience and that that satisfaction is ultimately what drives consumer loyalties for these retailer brands, which is the all important um, metric on on business success, and so uh, you know while the average consumer isn't thinking about 
uh, omni-channel retail, they will let you know if the inventory that they were told would be in store is not available in store when they get there. So they are uh, the consumer that is thinking about omni-channel retail as well. So, uh, you know, these these systems and tools uh, are important to making sure that that consistent experience is delivered for uh, each time and time again at the retail experience. So, yeah. um, and, and, you know, Jim, oh, sorry, go ahead. It's not, it's sometimes it's not the, you know, we can talk about the big buzzwords and the big transformation, but I don't want to downplay that there aren't, uh, you know, time and place for building up towards that, right? And, and looking at some individual use cases that truly do deliver a business value. And some of those, uh, you know, we're working with a client now around front end, since we talked about a, that a little bit. Um, and speeding up front end and, and getting better visibility to uh, you know, loss prevention and shrink and using computer vision technology, uh, you know, to really help uh, to help that. Um, you know, we're in, in one case, we're working and putting in that produce recognition at self-checkout. And we found not only does it cut the time per item in half for the consumer to use that front end, but it also helps on the back end because now you have better uh, accuracy of inventory of knowing what produce went through the front end, which makes better merchandising and back end decisions on what to purchase because you have you have more accuracy. So, you know, in that case, you're talking about really win 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 scenarios that, uh, you know, may stem from buzzwords of certain types of cool technology, but there is real applicable value. Um, and, and ultimately, that's, you know, that's the importance of technology is the delivering of that business value. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. And, and, and I think I, I, I might have been a little harsh on, on the buzzwords there as a fellow marketer, you know, I perhaps try to check myself a little bit too much, make sure I'm not just spitting out jargon constantly. But I think what I find so exciting about what the, what you're saying, what this panel discussion is going to be about is that all of the technology in the world, regardless of how impressive it is, is not a proper solution if you don't know the issue that you're trying to solve for. And what I love about this conversation and the conversation that I believe the panel is going to have is that it is focused on that solution-orientated outlook. The technology is not there for technology's sake itself. It is there to focus on um, you know, these problems that the retailer is trying to solve, or not even problems, but experiences that the retailer is trying to elevate. So uh, you know, as harsh as I can be on buzzwords, I, I couldn't agree more with what you're saying. And I, and I think that's why it, it resonates uh, so much with me. Perfect. And so, you know, on the topic of technology, specifically point of sales technology, there there was an article this past year that got some buzz in the retail space uh, that stemmed from a survey conducted by CNN that showed that with some of the evolution in point of sales technology, specifically autonomous uh, point of sale technology or self-checkout solutions, 67% of consumers who use self-checkout solutions experience experience some sort of issue while using the technology in 2022. And while this technology is so important to retailers, consumer sentiment is a little bit low on it. Consumers cited complaints about buggy, confusing equipment, it extending long wait times. 
Toshiba has been at the forefront of this technology for as long as it has existed. So when you, you and your team as an organization hear feedback like this, how do you take that into account uh, in looking forward into 2023 and beyond? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. Uh, you know, self-service in general has obviously been around a long time. Uh, as consumers, we have grown to uh, apply it all over our lives. Just look at our mobile phones, right? Everything can do self-service. And, you know, certainly there are various applications of do-it-yourself that are a little bit easier versus a little bit more complex. And, you know, self-checkout systems at the end of the day uh, you know, are sophisticated uh, pieces of technology. And when we look at that, we do uh, look at it very holistically. Um, it is really a combination of not only the, the hardware itself, uh, you know, the software and, and, you know, making that optimized. Uh, so we spend a lot of time with the voice of customer, with, uh, with our clients and prospects to really understand what are the drivers that we can influence that uh, from a from a technology standpoint, make those systems uh, you know function smoothly, and what options do we provide to our client that they can configure in order to meet their business needs, and, and then that all obviously you know lends itself to uh, a technology solution. Uh, but then there are other aspects to it that are non-technical uh, that involve best practices around the uh, communications and signage and the store associate role to help engage consumers and show them how to use the technology versus just letting people uh, figure it out on their own. Uh, we also spend a lot of time from a, a comprehensive set of services that we provide. And that's that includes things like maintenance too. So that, as you said, it's not it's, you know, buggy or there is an issue uh, that we can resolve those quickly, resolve those remotely. Uh, and and really make sure that systems are up and running. I think we know as consumers that you know if something isn't working or we have trouble, we're less likely to try it again. And so it's really important that you put a comprehensive plan in place to uh, make these systems as easy to use and as friendly as possible, considering that entire spectrum uh, that uh, that we consider uh, when we work with our clients. I, I I think that's a great insight. And I appreciate you giving that insight because I don't think that the solutions are one size fit all or necessarily even a technology solution. So I, I think that's perfectly stated. And I, sometimes, and I, and I don't know if this is necessarily the case with, uh, you know, autonomous checkout solutions, but Consumer confusion doesn't necessarily mean consumer rejection. It's an opportunity for growth. And so I think your answer is especially insightful there that, um, you know, there may, when you peel back these little bit of pain points, uh, be an incredible opportunity for a lot of consumer engagement and, uh, you know, exceeding consumer expectations with this technology once that consumer confusion is alleviated. Yeah, we continue to see a lot of growth uh, and interest in self-service, uh, both directly from consumers and uh, and retailers for obvious reasons. Um, it's you know it's going to continue to evolve, and um, and as we mentioned before, with some of the other technologies around computer vision and AI, you know, there's other machine learning. You know, these these systems continue to get smarter, um, smarter in terms of the operational side, the ability to manage and, and uh, uh, you know, up, 
update uh, the systems, but also the uh, experience that they deliver to the consumers. So, um, you know, we continue to uh, to invest and focus on uh, that in each generation, and um, you know, we uh, uh, but we continue to see a lot of interest and in, uh, in growth in the space. Perfect. No, I I appreciate the insight. I'm truly looking forward to attending the panel uh, up in New York. I, I can't wait. Outside of the opportunity to speak at a panel at NRF, what else are you looking forward to at the show? As uh, you know, not just as Frederick Carlgren of Toshiba, but a, as a consumer yourself, even who has the ability to uh, attend this prestigious event uh, that's going to drive retail in 2023. Well, I, I love New York. I love NRF. Um, uh, I got to do a count, but it'll probably be close to my 20th time up there. So, um, uh, you know, it's always great to get up there. First and foremost is connecting with the people, right? You have uh, uh, 40,000 or so fellow retail enthusiasts like yourself and, and those listening who are there to absorb as much as they can. And, um, and there's just a, there's a lot of learning that we get from each other and from the conversations that we have. We take so much away. Uh, from you know, just truly a voice of customer, what we hear. It's such an international audience. I love that. Uh, we obviously do business all over the world. But it's that unique set of everybody gathering in New York to have those conversations. Um, but you know, also I love just walking around the city. Uh, I love going in stores. Uh, I love seeing what else is happening. Uh, New York is obviously a, a cutting edge uh, environment where there's a lot of interesting things happening in the physical store space. And, um, you know, that's something else that I really look forward to as well is, uh, is going and seeing that firsthand. Uh, a, a man of my own heart, my, my bet, my old boss once told me you can never spend enough time in store. And when you think you've spent enough time in store, spend more time there. Uh, so I, I couldn't agree more with you. Uh, Frederick, any thoughts that you would like to close with today on NRF, on what Toshiba is doing in the space going into 2023 uh, as we close on, on uh, our episode today? Yeah, well, first of all, I hope you don't mind if I share. We're going to be at booth 3323 uh, on the third floor, so we should be easy to find. And certainly we welcome any of you to come uh, and visit us. Um, if you go to our commerce.toshiba.com, you can even find a, a link to the NRF uh, site and book a meeting with us if you'd like to do that. So please, we, we certainly would love to, to see you and be able to have a direct one-on-one -on -one conversation uh, with any of you. Um, you know, as far as our business, and, and I guess it gets back to your prior question about what I love about NRF personally, too, is, you know, we love the industry. Right. Toshiba loves and we're so engaged and committed to the the advancement of the industry as a whole. And yes, that means that at the end of the day, we have to build certain solutions and, and create you know, certain services to help advance that. But that's what NRF is about is, uh, you know, how do we advance the industry? And that Toshiba is together with our great partners that we have. Uh, we have a wonderful ecosystem of partners that we collaborate and engage with as well. And, uh, you know, it's that, it's that space where we really now take that step back. We listen to each other. We understand where the industry is going. And we make that, um, you know, in, we set that intention back to the title of the session itself to, to advance, uh, you know, what we're doing, how we do it. One of the things we talk about a lot is, you know, that retail at the end of the day really matters. 
matters because of the people that are employed. Uh, it matters because of the communities that retailers serve, uh, both from uh, health and well-being, and, and you know, food and you know, medicines and that stuff. But also for the fun, we just got past the holidays, right? And uh, we're shopping and and you know, giving gifts and and having that social connection. Uh, so the industry and retail matters, and uh, we're just excited to be part of it. No, I uh, I can't wait to stop by the Toshiba booth, Frederick. I can't wait to to watch the panel. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. And like Frederick said, if you are at NRF 2023, please do stop by the Toshiba booth and head to commerce.toshiba.com to set up a meeting if you would like to there. Uh, Frederick, once again, thank you so much for for joining us today. I cannot wait to uh, take in what the panel says. I'm sure that we could do uh, a podcast episode on that conversation. If you're open to it, I'd love to uh, to swing back on that. And uh, thanks again for the time, sir. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. We'll see you soon.